Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Welcome back to the second episode of what we have now deemed the Pixie Podcast. We came up with that very haphazardly. Erica Murphy here in studio with me. Hello. I love Pixie Podcast, just for the record. I think it's great. Rolls off the tongue. Yeah. Has to do with Disney World. And if you don't know what Pixie is, you have come to the right place because what we do here on this podcast, uh, I do have a show weekdays on 97.1 FM Talk, which you can uh, learn more at 971talk.com slash Annie. But if you do listen on a regular basis, you know that I have an affinity. It's a very newfound affinity for all things Walt Disney World. And I found Erica, who happened to be in the office. She sells advertising here at Intercom with me and... She heard I like Disney World or that I was going, and your words were, we need to be best friends. So here we are. (laughs) It turned into a podcast, which if you become best friends with me, that's not a guarantee. (laughs) But um, this podcast specifically is geared towards people who have maybe had their interest peaked. I think a lot of times it happens because of the time in your life. Your kids are that age, maybe. Mm -hmm. Or you heard a friend went to Disney World and you're like... That sounds like, why are they so happy about it? It's a thing. <laughs> it's a real thing. <laughs> so when when you start to kind of raise your eyebrow towards it, I think it's so intimidating. Mm-hmm. You, you, you're, you're too afraid to even stick your toe in the water. I was just talking to Jill Devine, who has a great podcast that you should check out, also available at radio.com. And she said her words were, I want to learn more, but I don't know if it's just going to be like, and she named another amusement park Mm -hmm. in the proximity to where we are here in St. Louis. She's like, (laughs) you know, is it the same thing? And I was like, oh, honey. Not even a little bit. No. And that's not to say anything negative even about, it's just entirely, entirely different. Entirely. And kind of funny little sideline. One of my first jobs was at that other not to be named park in St. Louis. So I'm very familiar with both places and it is not... 16-year-old Erica worked at the park not to be named, if that says anything. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and you find yourself, when you expose yourself to Disney World for the first time, whether it's as a child, in your case, you mm-hmm. grew up, like it's it's part of the fabric of who you are. Yeah. Um, I did go as a child myself as well. I think I was maybe six, and I remember, like, I, we're at a different place, me being born in the... Uh, in 84, so early to mid 80s, you have those snapshots in your brain mm-hmm. of things that took place when you were a kid. Now, I take 20 snapshots a day on my phone and pick the best one. And my kid's like, <laughs> oh, let me see. And I'm like, no, you know, like just yeah. keep living your life. I really do think that our 
access to photos and video is going to help preserve memories Mm -hmm. for our children more than they were preserved for us. Yeah. And you've got a little baby now. I do. Five months. He's going to be six months on the 29th. And then he's going to be seven months. And then he's going to be eight months. And then he's going to be riding Expedition Everest. Uh, Without me, because I can't ride that (laughs) one. (laughs) So, um, you know, we talked in the first episode. If you haven't heard the first episode, I'd really highly encourage you to go um, listen to that one. That one was basically just, I think it was 10 Mm things-ish of apprehensions that people Mm -hmm. tend to have that block them from maybe going into taking the next step to plan their Walt Disney World vacation. So today we're going to talk about vocabulary. When you start planning, you're going to hear words. It's it's sort of like learning a new language. Yeah. And if you know what these words mean, then you're going to feel more comfortable going through the process. So Erica works with Magic Mouse Vacations. She has planned one Disney trip for me previously and she's planning another one for me in the summer and honestly we plan them together a lot because i just yeah enjoy the process so much <laughs> but um with magic mouse vacations using erica as your 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 rep it costs you nothing else to it's not like you pay her a fee to to book that vacation and you also are always scooping out the greatest deals. So if, if you yeah. book it one great promotion right now and one comes down the line later, she can really quickly rebook that for you and save you lots of money. You've saved me lots of money. Yeah, yeah. And that's, you know, it's a whole experience. We talk about it being, it's not just a theme part, it's an experience. And that goes from the time that you start interacting with me as your travel agent to the time you set foot in the park. And mm-hmm. it's it's encompassing that whole experience that makes up Disney. And it's really hard to paint that picture until you're actually there. So magicmousevacations.com if you want to learn more about Erica. Um, or if you have an, a travel agent and they do Disney trips, I'd highly, I just, I recommend using an agent. Yeah. I personally use Erica. There's no financial commitment anywhere here to include Erica. She's really just here because she's my best friend. <laughs> <laughs> my best Disney World friend. And we love talking about Disney all the time. Yes. So this is perfect. Yes, this is our connection. <laughs> so let's go through some of these vocab words and some of them might involve a little more explanation some of them once we say this is that yeah you're gonna immediately understand what it is but erica run through you got a list sitting in front of you what do you got I do yeah so you know i catch myself saying these all the times because once you're a disney you know like we are you just say oh yeah it's on mde and other people are like what what's what's mde i don't i don't know what that means so or um, a lot of people get intimidated by it so quickly that they just don't they don't their curiosity doesn't take them far enough to learn right or you don't know what you don't know mm-hmm. so that's what we're here for yeah so <laughs> so what do we got so kind of going back to the whole experience situation um you know disney really is an experience from start to finish and with that being said the disney workers that are on property are called cast members that's a big deal yeah you, you, there's nobody nobody is an employee of, of disney no. world everybody's a cast member and the story behind the idea of calling them cast members is really cool and will really set the tone for you to understand why Disney World is a little bit uh, a little bit different than anywhere else you might go, like a local right? <laughs> like a local place or whatever, because this is at the heart and soul of what Walt wanted, Walt mm-hmm. Disney wanted for this place. Yeah, so he wanted you to feel like you're stepping into the movies. And so the whole guest experience is a production from start to finish. So when 
the cast members are not in front of guests. They're backstage or they're off stage. So, you know, it's really a production walking in. We talked about this a little bit last time from the sight, the smells, the feel. They want you to feel like you've stepped into another land. And that you are the star of the show. And you are the star of the show. And everybody treats you that whether or not they're picking up trash or working behind a concession, every single cast member is treated and will treat you the exact same way. That expectation of the cast members at Disney World is really, I think, the largest portion of why I want to continue to go back. So if you don't, if if you found this, this podcast through somebody who was like, hey, Disney, check this out. My regular job, my 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 weekday job is to do a news talk radio show. So I spend 15 hours a week. I have a three hour a day show on 97.1 FM talk at 97.1 talk.com slash Annie. And if you check out the rest of this podcast, you'll get a pretty good flavor for what I do for a living. Um, I'm in the muck every day, mm-hmm. like in the trenches, in the nasty news and political bickering every day. Mm-hmm. And when I show up at Disney... And I step into a park and it's not just the parks, the cast members at the resorts, yes. the cast members at, at Disney Springs and Disney Springs is a location that's like an out, outdoor mall with really amazing stores. It's a really cool experience. It's free to go there. Mm-hmm. Um, when I go there, it's it's the ideal. Mm-hmm. It's like this is how I wish things were. Mm-hmm. And then you go back to your job and whether you have a, a super exciting job or you're you know, maybe don't love your job, but it pays the bills. It's taking you to Disney World. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> Jobs are good. When you go to Disney and they have that mentality of them being the cast members and you being the cast and you being the star of the show, mm-hmm. it is a reality that you don't see in real life, but it's tangible. Yeah. It's at your fingertips it's in each experience that's on your child's face, your grandchild's face, mm-hmm. or your grandma watching your child. I mean, like everywhere you go, there's a little bit of pixie dust and it yeah. just really sweeps you away. It absolutely does. And, you know, this is, I guess, a whole nother podcast, too. But Epcot has the World Showcase, which has all of the different countries. Mm-hmm. And it's so authentic that the cast members in those locations are from the countries that they're representing. Yeah. So, so you, authentic. So authentic. And it was funny. You know, I'm Italian and my family is very stereotypical Italian. And we went there and my uncle's birthday was during that time. And so I had one of the cast members in the Italy Pavilion sing happy birthday to my uncle in Italian and he just went above and beyond did this you know his child Pete you know going Mm -hmm. on and on and it was something that he cherishes the cast member probably didn't think two minutes past it but Mm -hmm. my uncle it meant so much to him that he was able to do that and it was authentic and it was genuine and it was just unique yeah amazing so uh cast members that's very important if you were trying to find an employee or an associate they're all called cast members. Yeah. And kind of going down that line too, uh, guest services is their customer service. So mm-hmm. all the guests that enter, you're not customers, you're a guest in this experience. And I kind of want to just go back and start just with the basics. So a lot of things that I think we take for granted, like fast passes and advanced <laughs> dining reservations sure. that a lot of people may not necessarily know what that is. I was planning a trip with Ryan and you know I'm going along and saying, oh, we book your fast passes. And he's like, Cool. (laughs) And I have to stop myself and think, okay, a fast pass is, you know, kind of going back 
So a fast pass is a time, it's in a window allotment, it's going to be one hour, and it's going to allow you to go back and skip the queue. Another vocabulary, the queue is the line. Mm -hmm. Some are interactive, some are entertaining. Wait times can be long. Crowds at Disney are crowded. Mm -hmm. So they make the guest experience as you're going through the queue interactive and fun. They understand you have kids as well. So the fast pass, when you go... You get three fast passes. You can book those 60 days in advance, and it's going to be the most popular, what we would recommend doing, the most popular attraction. So you get to skip that queue. Yeah, I, I that's another podcast for another time, but fast pass strategies, because I have all sorts of yeah. them. <laughs> I am a queen, and I'm sure lots of people are, have their own unique strategies, yeah. but I in, in my family, when we went, I don't know that, like, I don't know that my husband even... I mean, I guess he knows how to book them. Yeah. But I just, it was like a game to yeah. me to be able to to maximize the fast pass strategy. So another way of putting what you said. So if you want to ride the Seven Dwarves Mine Train at Magic Kingdom. And Magic Kingdom, um, you said this previously, a podcast for another time. Maybe the next one we'll do is like a map yeah. of, of Walt Disney World Resort. Because mm-hmm. it's massive mm-hmm. and there are different places and and that makes a difference. So at Magic Kingdom, which was is one of the four parks that are at Walt Disney World, there is a roller coaster. It's the probably the most popular roller coaster is Seven Dwarfs Mine Train. It's one. Of, it's the one of the newest ones. Okay, yeah. So that if I would I would assume a ninety minute wait on a regular summer day would be a pretty low wait. Yeah. And then when when you consider. <laughs> going to Disney World and spending 90 minutes in a line. Yeah. Time is money, folks. Yeah. So if you get a fast pass, as you said, it's a one-hour booking window. I consider it, like I when I was explaining it to another one of my friends, is it's like making an appointment Yes. for your family to show up or whoever in your family. You can make different fast passes for different people. But for the people who want to ride that roller coaster, you book an appointment for that specific attraction and the appointment is for a window of one hour mm-hmm. and they give you a five minute early grace period and a 15 minute late grace period, which is what they have been doing. That could change anytime. Yeah. It's just policy. But you basically get to show up in that window and you get in a line. And I don't I don't know that I've waited in a fast pass line more than 15 minutes. Yeah. So you go from 90 minutes, which would be a super low wait. Like if you saw 90 minutes on Mind Train, you might get in line for that mm-hmm. because it's short. It could be 180 minutes. Yeah. It I, could be bigger. Yeah. Pandora, when it first opened, I mean, there was four or five hour waits. That, it's insane, which yeah. is a great ride. But yeah. <laughs> but if you can get the fast pass for it, um, basically what you do is the lines at the very beginning start in two different places. And if you have the fast pass... You're going to scan your magic band, which is maybe the next one we could do here. Um, you scan your magic band at the entrance of that ride and their computer system will recognize your reservation. And then you will be able to go in a separate line that will skip all the ins and outs and weaves that mm-hmm. made the 90 minute line 90 mm-hmm. minutes. And in 15 minutes, you're at from the start of the line. You're sitting on the roller coaster riding. Yeah. It's a really big deal. It is. And there's some, which that's why I always talk with my customers and find what what works best for their family. Because we don't typically use more than three fast passes. We talked about this last time. We like to go more leisurely. Once you're done with your three fast passes, you can get more. So some people like to book them in the morning to maximize and yep. get more in the afternoon. It's part of my strategy. <laughs> and there's some <laughs> rides that has the interactive queue, like Peter Pan's Flight. 
It's I've never not, seen it. Okay, it's not it's not a thrill ride. It's not mm-hmm. anything big. It's one of those nostalgic. It's hands down my favorite ride. Mm-hmm. It takes you over Neverland. Mm-hmm. You know, my son's nursery is Peter Pan. I've yeah. kind of got a thing here. But the queue to get to Peter Pan's flight, it has you get to interact with Peter Pan's shadow and there's bells on the wall and there's Tinkerbell and there's all these things. It's fun. It's fun, but it's if part you're in it, the fast yeah. pass line, you miss all of that. Yep. So working with an agent that or somebody who's gone several times, it's good to kind of know these things that if so, if Peter Pan is something that you really want to see, then you know maybe let's not use a fast pass for that. Maybe let's use it for you mm-hmm. know a haunted mansion or something that's a little less you know what you want to see. Sure. Yeah. So I've I've been on Peter Pan I, two maybe three times. And only ever done the fast pass. And I've heard that yeah. from so many people. Yeah. The queue is great. The queue is great. And it's it makes you feel like the 90 minutes. They do the same thing with Dumbo. Dumbo has a really great interactive because mm-hmm. they know that kids are going to be. Little kids. Yeah. And this I'm first time mom. So I don't I can only imagine <laughs> what standing in a 90 minute line with a toddler with, would be like. Yeah. <laughs> with a nine and a seven and a three year old. Well, I mean, I have with my husband, so I guess it's kind of the same. <laughs> He's not listening. Don't worry Sorry. about it. So I said the word magic band. Magic band is a very important part of the Walt Disney World experience. It is. It's your keys to the kingdom. Mm-hmm. It's the only thing you you really need. You could leave your purse. You could leave your wallet. You could leave everything at home. Your magic band is going to be your room key. It's going to be your wallet with a security code. You just there's little I think it's RFID technology. Yes, thank yeah. you. That you just put up there, scan your fingerprint, you put a code when you want to use your wallet, and that's all you need. So the thought is you can leave everything in your room and just go and enjoy the parks. Which I do. I, I do leave. I don't take a purse. Yeah. I have my phone, and I have a charger for my phone. Mm-hmm. Um, the RF, like, if you if you think about some people will use their phone to pay mm-hmm. on like yeah. it, it Walmart or whatever or maybe you put your card you just tap your card or mm-hmm. something like that it's it's that kind of technology so the one thing that I think people would hear that and go wait a second you're saying my entire life is on this <laughs> thing that I'm wearing on my wrist while I'm riding a roller coaster and it could fly off is it safe it's absolutely secure I mean it's it's Disney they've Cut Mm -hmm. no corners when thinking about things like this. That's why it's even, you think about that with your children, too. Do I really want my nine-year-old having access to my credit card and all of a sudden they bought $200 worth of souvenirs without me knowing it? There's there's a Do you know my (laughs) nine-year-old? All of a sudden they're, you know. Charlie? Going going crazy. Yeah. But they they have password protected to where if you were to find one just lying, first of all, there's so many people there. You The odds of you finding which room that magic band is going to open is... Slim to none. And if your kids have one, there's a password that you have to get to get into the the money portion. Yeah, it's like a pin number. Like any yeah. like if anybody found a credit card or something or debit card, I should say, and went to put the pin number in, they wouldn't know what the pin is. Exactly. So and people turn it in. Yeah. It gets back to you. You can replace it and they can electronically move everything over. Mm-hmm. But um, it makes the idea of toting around from, in my instance, three kids, a stroller, mm-hmm. a husband, myself, water bottles, mm-hmm. everything, a diaper bag. I don't want to have a purse right. in Disney World. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I yeah. don't want to have that. My husband, I don't even know if he brings his wallet. I don't think he brought his wallet because if you were going to go on a water ride, he didn't want to have his wallet yeah. get wet and everything. Magic bands are waterproof as well. Yeah. So, I mean, it just really simplifies mm-hmm. the whole process for you. Um People can if if you do uh, dining plans, which mm-hmm. we can kind of illustrate too. If you do a dining plan, 
you don't pay, you pay that ahead of time before you show up and then you use credits to buy food Mm -hmm. and your dining plan is connected to your magic band. It just, it's just really amazing. They can also use it to help. I've read stories about how if your child gets lost, they scan the child's magic band. They can see where you were last. Like they can see if you were on mine train last and kind of triangulate you there. And and also your information is connected. Like your contact information is connected to that magic band. I love that. Yeah, absolutely. And that's what I mean about Disney. It's the the experience that they've thought of everything, something even like that. And the magic band is just gives that extra level of magic, because when you go through rides, uh, when you go through Space Mountain or not Space Mountain, the um, the met the ball in Epcot, Mm -hmm. as you're going through, it recognizes your who you are based on your magic mm-hmm. band and it'll have special different things and you know we'll have your picture or your name your photo pass is always on your magic band as well so when you see the photographers in front of the castle or the epcot ball all they do is scan your band and everything will be loaded into your my disney experience yes i was gonna say you said photo pass yeah. my disney experience there <laughs> um and and i i, I want to head off the people who are like freaking out like why would you want somebody to know all that information about yeah. you um i being 35 years old and using a mobile phone every day, there is nothing that I have put into that system that my phone, if somebody stole my phone, I'd be way more screwed right. than <laughs> if they got my magic band. And it makes my life easier. And I, there is certainly a generational divide mm-hmm. where people who grew up with technology and people who didn't grow up with technology, a higher percentage of those people who didn't grow up with it, they don't trust it. And I yeah. understand that and respect that. So if you don't want to use a magic band, you don't have to. You can get no. a card. You yeah. can get paper fast passes and stuff. But um, it makes it makes it even easier to be existing without stuff to worry about yeah. when you're at Disney World. And, and and I really appreciate it. And you can get customized magic bands. I was just going to say, yeah. I finally, I texted you because I'm yeah. the only person that's going to know how exciting this is. I got the three bands that we wanted for mm-hmm. our trip that were customized. I got a little baby Simba for, for my Brayden. So uh, we're really Simba. excited. I know. I made Sim- him watch The Lion King to get ready for it. <laughs> he was four months old. He took a nap. Then he pooped. Yeah, it's fine. That's, but he gets it. I, yeah, absolutely. He gets it. So you can get the... De- so they you wear it on your wrist. I wear a smart watch, so I wore my mm-hmm. magic band on one wrist, my watch on the other, mm-hmm. and you can get them customized to your favorite princess, your favorite yeah. Star Wars character. If you book a resort, um, if you stay on site, which is another thing I've written down, um, you get a generic colored one for free, and that's mm-hmm. all that we've ever gotten. Mm-hmm. We didn't we didn't upgrade them because. I didn't care that much, but they had just started releasing cheaper upgrade versions where Mm -hmm. you could get a Lion King one or a a Princess Jasmine one or whatever it is. Tinkerbell. We're a little sassy. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) So so that's the magic band. It's going to be an integral part of what you experience at Disney World and like Tony Colombo, who is part of the station and has booked vacations with you as well. Yeah. Took him a while when he got back home to take it off. He wasn't ready to do it. Yeah, it becomes part of you. It's an <laughs> yeah. accessory. It's totally fine. <laughs> so we, you mentioned two things there. The first one was photo pass. I would yeah. like to talk about that because that's something that people are going to potentially be, be asked to pay for mm-hmm. or to opt out of. I am a huge, huge proponent of photo pass. Me I think too. it's a great thing to do. Yeah. Well, 
I personally, when I go on vacation, my New Year's resolution last year was to take more photos because I am so bad about stopping and taking photos and remembering. And like you mentioned earlier, you know, you want to live in that experience. So you don't want to be behind the camera. Sometimes you want to be in front of the camera. Yes, that's the biggest thing. And I'm the one yeah. always taking the pictures. Yeah. This way I don't have to be the one taking the good pictures. Exactly. And there's a certain level of pixie dust that they sprinkle (laughs) over that some of the videos will have, you know, maybe you'll have chip bouncing across in front of in front of your photos or there'll be we (laughs) we had one that um, maybe we were not having the greatest of days and our magic was the angry guy from Inside Out. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) With the fire coming out of Yeah, my husband wasn't really smiling in the picture a whole lot and then there was just like the angry guy. It was just, it's one of my favorite photos because it's just those little bits of magic but on top of that too, it has all the attraction photos. Mm -hmm. So if you're going through Alien Spin or you're going through any of the rides, you get to see your face or your child's face. The picture you take when you're on the roller coaster that when you get done, like at other locations are like, and for a cool $25, right. you can get this picture of you looking ridiculous yeah. on a roller coaster. When you purchase the photo pass ahead of time, it just magically shows up. Yeah. And it's part like the dump that you get at the end of your vacation of all of these photos that you don't. I personally don't go back. I don't look at them in depth while I'm on vacation. Yeah. I kind oh, of wait yeah. until it's over and I go back and I'm like, oh, my gosh, that's so great. And look yeah. at look at the my three year old in this one. So photo pass is something you sign up for when you're booking your vacation. Yeah. And it costs ish because I know it can change. Yeah. And I do want to say, too, that it is there's a discount if you book it ahead of time rather than when you are on property. And a lot of people don't know that PhotoPass is actually the photographers that are there. Memory Maker is the actual package that you buy. The photographers on site will gladly take a picture with your camera. Sure. So you don't yeah. have to just buy the package in order to have these photographers take a picture with your camera in front of the castle. So if you do opt out of that, I didn't make even sure really know that was still a distinction. It is. I learned and something. You get, you know, you want everybody has to have that picture in front of the castle. I don't care how many times you've been, we still go and do the exact yeah, same thing. Look at so, this picture's the background of my phone. Oh, see? It's, <laughs> it's yeah. my family in front of the castle. Yeah, it's it's beautiful and you can get it at night, you can get it during the day. There's different different lighting that they have, but they're f- professional photographers and they just started doing um Well, they have the characters to where if you meet Mickey, you can go Mm -hmm. and and have the photographers with that, too. But they had this really cool Zoom. Did you do that when you were there? No, we they had come out with it like maybe within the last three or four weeks before we showed up. Yeah. Yeah. So they have one in Galaxy's Edge where you can see the Millennium Falcon and it has the super zoom to where the camera's super far away. And then you zoom in and see your family, which Mm -hmm. is really cool. And that's something that you get with the, the memory maker as well. So it basically what ends up happening is each time you go to one of these photo pass photographers, they'll take your pictures and then and they'll almost all experiences that I had, they take three, five, yeah. ten pictures, depending on the experience you're at. And then after they're done taking your pictures, they scan your magic band and then they just show up and they're downloadable. Yeah. If you pay for it ahead of time, they're downloadable. It doesn't cost you anything extra to download any photos. You can go print them off at Walgreens. Mm-hmm. You can just save them on your computer and flip through mm-hmm. them on a yeah. dreary day. Yeah. 
Upload them to social media. Mm-hmm. Show all your friends yes. how cool your trip was. Exactly. <laughs> Make them want to book one too. And exactly. Listen to this podcast because they don't know what they're getting themselves into. Absolutely. All right. What do we got next? So you said they just show up. They show up in your My Disney Experience. Yes. So there is an app that is called My Disney Experience. From that app, again, you can open your resort door. So you have the, if you don't have your magic band, you Just like a normal key card, like a credit card that you would stick in or whatever. You just Mm -hmm. hold your magic band up to the door lock and it goes click. Yeah. Or the app on your phone, same thing. It shows... Uh, wait times. So if you're finished with your fast passes and you're planning the rest of your day, you can see different wait times. Oh, Mickey's Phil Her Magic doesn't have that long of a wait. Let's pop in there. Mm-hmm. You can also make all your plans. So that's where I come in as a travel agent that I would work with my clients on what their vacation looks like. And I would book all of their their fast passes and dining reservations through the My Disney experience. Mm-hmm. As I'm booking, it's in real time. And I know we did this last time where we were bouncing back and forth that as I was booking, you were booking, and in real time it showed up in your account so we could kind of see yep. what each other was doing. Mm-hmm. So that's a very, very cool app. You can make any changes. Um, dining reservations. Dining reservations, fast passes. I have a friend of mine who's actually on property now for the uh, Food and Wine Festival, mm-hmm. which is my favorite time of the year to go. But she booked last minute because she wanted to go. You know, it was just kind of a last minute thing. Her and her husband, they're empty nesters now. So she's like, let's just go. And they booked it to where they were outside of the window. They didn't. They, she really wanted to do the Seven Dwarfs Mine Train. Mm-hmm. And she didn't get a fast pass for it. So I told her, just keep checking back. Keep checking yep. back. Keep checking back. Refresh, refresh, refresh. And we ended up finding one for her like two days before she left. That's so, so exciting. It, and it's, it's, it's so, so exciting. exciting. Like you feel like you won the lottery. And then you look around to tell somebody and nobody understands. Yes. <laughs> and you're like... Erica! I understand. <laughs> Call me. Erica, you'll tell Erica she will be potentially more excited for you than you are for yourself. Yeah, exactly. And so, and that was all, and it's on your phone. Everybody has their phone on there. So, with the magic bands, I mean, same thing. I was checking several times throughout the day, you know, as I'm cooking dinner, as I'm doing whatever, because you never know. Everything's on real time as whoever in the world releases their fast pass, and all of a sudden that's they change their plans. Yeah. Exactly. So, another thing you can do on my Disney experience. Experience, which is the Disney app that you will use when you're in Walt Disney World is you can order food. They've yeah. added mobile order. And we did this the last vacation we were at at Flame Tree Barbecue, which is delicious in uh, Animal Kingdom. But they you can place your order. You can actually order your food like months in advance. Yeah. And know, OK, at, at we we intend to eat at 1 p.m. On this day at this place, I'm going to, kids, what do you want? Let's book it. Or you don't have to do that at all. That's not what I did. I know mm-hmm. some people get intimidated by the, I don't love to plan everything and have to be on a schedule all the time. You don't have to do that, but you right. can. And so what we did is we ordered the food. We were on, we were leaving Avatar, like Pandora mm-hmm. land in Animal Kingdom. We got on the app. We ordered the food that was going to be on our way to Dino Land, which is a different section of mm-hmm. Animal Kingdom. So we ordered it in, in Pandora, and then we walked. It's probably a 10-minute walk mm-hmm. from one side of the park to the other. And by the time we got over to where Flame Tree Barbecue was, our food was maybe four or five minutes from being ready. And we didn't have to – I mean, we would have spent a lot more time sure. showing up, standing in line again, waiting for food, and then waiting for it to get made. Deciding what the kids want. Yes. Yeah. So we just boom, boom, boom. It's all connected in my Disney experience. We ordered the food. We showed up. We sat in the shade 
and waited for our phone to say, hey, your food is ready. Then we just went up to the counter and picked it up. It was yeah. amazing. Yeah. So I highly, highly, highly recommend people consider the mobile order if you're not going to do a sit down, sit down meal. Yeah. In my Disney experience, when you're on property before you leave, it's it's going to be your roadmap for your vacation. So it's going to have your confirmation numbers. It's going to have the times of your fast passes. It's Resort going to be your entire itinerary. Yep. It's going to be loaded in that. So not only making changes, but just keeping yourself on schedule of what's going on. Show times, fireworks, all mm-hmm. of that's going to be loaded in Character there. locations, if you're looking for a specific low character, where they're yeah. going to be and what time they're going to be there. Yeah. Yeah. So check it out, My Disney Experience. You don't have to have a trip planned to download it. You no. can download it right now. You can. And just think about it. It's, so I get another friend of mine. I tend to surround myself with a lot of Disney people. I don't know if you've <laughs> That's why noticed you acquired that. me. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you. Best friends. Come we over here. We're going to talk about Disney. I'm like, okay, undo it. <laughs> Join my circle, my tribe. So we joke about this, but even <laughs> sometimes even if we're not planning trips, we'll just look and see what wait times are just because, you know, out of curiosity. <laughs> Jared and I, my, Jared's my husband, just two nights ago was like, I, we're just sitting watching TV and he goes, how long you think the wait is for Peter Pan right now? See? And I was like, <laughs> I don't know. Cause, oh, it was because it was like late. It was rainy or something like that. Yeah. When it was raining in Orlando. And I'm like, 20 minutes. And he goes, 25. <laughs> <laughs> and then we went around the whole park. And it was fun. And I know the Columbo family. Uh, Tony Columbo used to be on my show. He's on the Dave Glover show now on 97.1 FM Talk. I, he talks about them playing yeah. the wait time game all the time. Yeah. We're nerds. It's fine. That's why you're here. Because <laughs> you need the nerds to help you. And you are so close to being a nerd and you don't even know what's going to happen to you. It's, it's amazing. It's going to change your life. It is. It's fantastic. <laughs> um, we kind of touched a little bit on the different dining plans. Mm-hmm. But again, everything's through my Disney experience. But there are three different levels of dining that you can get. And also, Disney. I would add to that that you don't have to purchase a dining plan. You Do can not. You can make reservations day of if you can get them. And mm-hmm. there are Lots of day of reservations, even big reservations you can get day of because people change their plans. Yes. People vacate reservations. They become available. So when we talk about dining plan, I think it's very important to say you can pay out of pocket Mm -hmm. cash like you're going to any restaurant or walking up to any fast food Mm -hmm. uh, dining location. You don't have to even consider a dining plan. But for me and for my family, at least the first two times that we've gone, I loved having everything paid for before I put my foot on a plane. Yeah. And and it took, you know, months of saving and making payments and and all of that. But when it comes time to get there and I can look at a menu and not look at the prices. Yeah. And I it's just it a gives credit. It that all-inclusive feel. It does. And I love mm-hmm. that vibe. Financially, there, that's a whole different conversation. Like, is the dining plan right for you? Right. There are lots of things that factor into that question. But there are three different options that you can pick when you do decide to go to the dining plan. What, what are they? So starting off the snack credit, a lot of people think that it's just, you know, peanuts and popcorn and snacks from no. the... It's not at all, especially right now with the Food and Wine Festival. I mean, it's the like food snack porn. credit, it's It's ridiculous. Just Google f- Disney snacks. Yeah. Your mind, your mind will be blown. So we, I mean, we make a meal out of our snacks, and that's some of my favorite meals because... There's certain restaurants I'm not allowed to order from because I'll order eighty dollars because I want a little <laughs> bit of this and a yeah. little bit of that. And Dan's like, "We're two people." Do That's we why not? we would go to uh, Flame Tree Barbecue in yeah. uh, Animal Kingdom because they had snack credit things available mm-hmm. that were I ate a snack for yeah. lunch and 
shared it because it was too big. Yeah. And that's the other thing with the credits, too, is that they are legitimately credits. So you don't have to use three credits a day. You can bank them. You can share meals. There's been plenty of times where we have shared meals and did a signature dining, which... A mm-hmm. signature dining is two credits. So there's different levels of, of different credits. And not many things are signature dining. There's a handful of them, but they're typically like an experience. It's definitely the exception to the traditional mm-hmm. sit down meal. Yeah, absolutely. So we have the snack credits and that could be anything from a bottle of water and a Rice Krispie treat to a nachos in a Mexican pavilion. Mm-hmm. So there's there's different levels of that. Then there's quick service, which is going to be your walk-up counter service. It's not going to be your table service. People say that it's fast food. I typically don't really care for fast food. This is like a gourmet fast food. Mm-hmm. So it's it's going to be more of a higher level of, sure. of food. There's but a higher not... expectation. And I would say, too, like that process, like the, the, the way you go acquire that food, I would say – Think of it in a like a mall food court mm-hmm. setting, but do not think mall food court food. Yeah, it's amazing food, and yeah. there are so many choices. There's something for everybody, even if you're the pickiest of picky eaters. Yeah, and that's the thing that their chefs are so accommodating. Whether you have allergies or a picky eater, they're they're accommodating for everybody. Mm-hmm. And then there's the table service, which is the sit down. They order just like a regular yeah. restaurant, and that could be anything from like an Applebee's experience mm-hmm. to like a Ruth's Chris, like some sort of extravagant. That would probably be a two credit experience of Ruth's Chris end of it. Yeah, but if you're sitting down, if there's a character meal, which means that the characters, they have a defined group of characters that come around to your table. You take pictures with them. Kids interact with them. Mm -hmm. You adults interact with them. You get your photos with them. Um, Sometimes those are buffets. Sometimes Mm -hmm. they're not buffets. Sometimes they could be family dining. There's lots of different alternatives and you'll definitely get to see what's right for your family. Absolutely. Um, there's also extra magic hours that go along with that when you stay Which on property. Which can be written as E-M-H exactly. if you see it. Yeah. So it could be, it's only if you're staying on property. So if you're not staying on Disney property, you don't get to partake in the extra magic hours. But it's typically before or after the park closes where only Disney resort guests can be in the parks. Great way to get in some of those big rides if you don't get a fast pass or if you just really love something and you want shorter wait lines for sure. Yeah, absolutely. And it's, they can be early morning. Mm-hmm. Or they can be evening. Yeah. And we were going to, last time we hadn't planned a day around extra magic hours at Magic Kingdom in the evening and it rained and we we're like, we're going back to the resort. We just called an audible and changed our plans. Yeah. And that's that's what's so great about Disney too on the My Disney Experience app because you have the ability to change your plans on the fly. There is a level of planning that goes when involved when going to Disney World, but there is definitely the capabilities of just changing things mm-hmm. up. Uh, and then finally, I have the uh, hoppers, the park hoppers. Oh, yeah, that's so, an important thing. Yeah, so the Disney park tickets. So you have the base tickets, which allows you to go to one park per day. That doesn't mean you have to stay from rope drop to fireworks. You can go and come back, take a nap, as long as you return to that same park that you scanned mm-hmm. into. With the park hopper, you can visit multiple parks in one day. So maybe you start your day in Magic Kingdom at Cinderella's Royal Table for breakfast, and then you're going to finish watching Epcot Forever fireworks, and you can do that going in between parks. With the Park Hopper Plus, that then adds the water parks. And the water parks are one of those things that if if you're staying for an extended stay, they're really cool to check them out. But the pools on property at the resort hotels mini water parks. are mini water parks. <laughs> like mini, but like legit. Yeah. You're not, you're not going to get your standard 
rectangle pool with no. the little floaties in down the center of it and one sleeping lifeguard. I cannot wait to hear what you guys think of the beach club pool because it is hands down my favorite. It yeah. has a sand bottom so it feels like you're in the ocean. It's my kids are going to think that's the beach. I might just let them think that's actually the As beach. you should. Yeah. Disney yes, has an underground. <laughs> what are you talking about? Of course it is. Yeah. Now you can tell everybody you've seen it. Yeah. And then we don't have to go to the actual ocean, which I don't want to swim in. I'd much rather swim in a hotel pool. Um, yes. So our our vacation, our next summer vacation to Disney, which is the only place that we vacation right now because our kids love it. We mm-hmm. spend so much time in our spare time just watching YouTube videos about what's being updated at Disney World mm-hmm. because we all truly love it. And I know that it's like that's not going to be what everybody does here. It's not you're not going to necessarily get bitten by this bug and fall as hard as we did. Yeah. But I'm living fully immersed and how happy this makes my family yeah. when we are together. We can sit down and pull up. We have several YouTube channels, which is another podcast we're going to do is I'm going to tell you the YouTube places that I go to that have helped me get to this point mm-hmm. where, where I just really have a passion for this. Because the ultimate thing about what Walt Disney World has given my family is it's given us a connection that spans from my Starting at two, two-year-old, up to us in our mid-30s, and the idea that we want to harness this moment in time yeah, for the rest of our lives. And we want it to grow with us. We were so blessed to be able to take my in-laws. So we had grandparents mm-hmm. come along last year. You worked with my, my in-laws. You worked yeah. with my brother-in-law and sister-in-law uh, and their family and were able to connect a group vacation for us. And... The experience was so different because we'd spent half of the vacation with an extended family and half of it just our little family. Mm -hmm. But that's literally priceless to me. Yeah. And I can't say that for you, for the next person that's listening, or if you're trying to persuade someone on this. It will be a different experience for everybody. But for me and for my family, this has been the most bonding, happy thing that we have yeah. outside of my Christian faith. Like we yeah. go to church on Sundays. We we have a strong um, faith life in my family. But outside of that, what we get to do together is celebrate Disney World. And it makes us happy. And I am okay with that. Yeah. One hundred percent okay with that. So I want to. Did you have anything else on your list for this time? No, no. That was that was pretty much it. But kind of going back, it, Disney's an experience. That's the whole thing. It's an emotion. And I touched on this in the last episode. But you know, going with my family as a child, those memories are going to stick with me forever. And we watch a lot of Disney Junior these days. And there was a commercial. Yeah, you're entering in this entirely different element, which I have been at, and now I'm kind of getting into. Can I tell been. you, this commercial came on, and it was the little girl. She was talking about her Disney World experience. She was maybe three or four and she said her dad is her best friend and she got to go to Disney with her best friend and I was ugly crying (laughs) on my couch holding my son just thinking I cannot wait Mm -hmm. to experience this with him Mm -hmm. and see the look on his face that my parents got to enjoy with me my mom tells says all the time that you know the reason why we kept going back is because when I was 16 years old and saw that castle she said, I turned into the six-year-old seeing the castle for yeah. the first time. Yeah. That it's just, that's what happens. The, it's it's a magic, it's an experience, and it's an emotion. And it's something that it's not, we don't go for the attractions. The attractions are just kind of second nature for us. We're not big thrill riders. We're, the shows are a lot of fun, but we go for the experience. And that's what what I encourage everybody to look into. And one of the things that I will add to exactly what you're just saying there is that everybody's 
experience, best experience at Disney World is going to be different. Yeah. And you're going to read about strategies and you're going to read about, um, you know, this is how you this is how you win the Magic Kingdom and this mm-hmm. is how you beat Animal King. You know, that's how they do it. And I think it's cool to read strategies and angles that people do to maximize the time and money because there's a lot of money that goes into it that you spend to have this awesome experience but it's very important to source all of that and then reflect on where your family fits into it and honor what your family yeah wants to experience that's what's so great about working with a travel agent that's where i was going with that like working (laughs) with working with erica she's going to be able to know what questions that you to, to ask you to make sure that she's helping guide you mm-hmm. in what your best first experience is going to be. And if you are somebody who's been before and you want to go back again, maybe you haven't been for decades. Maybe you just don't want to be in the minutia of all the planning, but you want to have this done. Erica has done great for me. It's magicmousevacations.com. Uh, go onto the website, find Erica, contact her there. And you can just ask her like you don't if you doesn't cost you anything to book with her. doesn't cost you anything more uh, on your vacation to book with her. And I have saved thousands of dollars going through Erica because once she sees new deals, she just mm-hmm. takes care of it for me. So highly recommend using Erica at Magic Mouse Vacations. And if you even have one question, you can say, I heard about this on Annie's podcast and I want to ask you one little question. Erica is not going, you are not an oppressive person. <laughs> I mean, I think we've just sat here and talked for about an hour. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I clearly have a lot to say. Yes. <laughs> you will not get hounded. She will respect where you're coming at. She yeah, completely absolutely. understands and, and books vacations at a very wide range mm-hmm. of of cost. And if you didn't hear us talking in the first episode, I highly recommend you go check that out because we talked about the span. You can do this. It's It can be much more affordable than you probably have heard. Yeah. And Erica can help make that possible. Erica, yeah. thank you. Thank you. Anything else you want to add on magicmousevacations.com? Find Erica. Yeah. Give her a ring. Give yeah. her an email or something. Yeah, we'll we'll help you with that pixie. All right. Yes. <laughs> thank you for listening. Make sure you uh, subscribe to this podcast. Share it with a friend if you're a Disney lover. Share <clears throat> if you're a Disney lover, share it with a friend who might like to uh, hear this and uh, share us with them. We would be gratefully Uh, appreciative of that as well. And make sure you stick around. The Pixie Podcast will be back next Saturday with a new episode. Thanks for listening. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.